Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This uh, episode is going to be Leviticus 14. I want to first read a little bit of a narrative about 14 because it talks about uh, ritual cleansings for lepers and so on. And it's kind of unusual for us that don't do this kind of stuff. In Leviticus 14, we have a detailed description of the ritual that was to take place when a person's leprosy had been healed. Because of the nature of the ritual, many people have seen it as a primitive, superstitious, and abhorrent rite, which supports the notion that the Israelites were primitive and superstitious pagans. However, when one applies the guidelines for interpreting symbols as given above, he finds that the ritual is a beautiful representation of gospel truths. But one must first understand the true meaning of the various symbolisms used in the rite. These include the following, the leper... Leprosy in its various forms was a disease that involved decay and putrefaction of the living body. Also, because of its loathsomeness, it required the person to be ostracized and cut off from any fellowship with the rest of the house of Israel. Because of these characteristics, leprosy was seen as an appropriate type or symbol of what happens to a man spiritually when he sins. Sin introduces decay and corruption into the spiritual realm, similar to what leprosy does in the physical realm. Also, a sinful person was cast out from a fellowship with uh, spiritual Israel and could not be a part of the Lord's true covenant people. So the leper himself provided a, a type or similitude of what King Benjamin called the natural man. The priest. The priest served as the official representative of the Lord, and he was authorized to cleanse the leper and bring him back into full fellowship. 3. The birds. As the only living objects used in the ritual, the birds symbolize the candidate. Because of the two truths to be taught, two birds were required. The first bird was killed by the shedding of its blood, signifying that the leper, the natural man, had to give up his life. The second bird, after being bound together with other symbols, was released. This signified that the man who had been, the man had been freed from the bondage of sin. The cedar wood, the wood from cedar trees, is still used today because of its ability to preserve surrounding objects from decay and corruption. So the cedar tree symbolized preservation from decay. The scarlet wool. The word scarlet really meant a piece of wool dyed a bright red. Red reminds us of blood, which is the symbol of life and also of atonement. The hyssop. Though we are not sure exactly why, we do know that in the Old Testament times the, the, the herb, hyssop, carried with it the symbol of, pu- of purification, the basin of water. Notice that the blood of the bird was mixed with the water. In Moses 6.59 we learn that blood and water are the symbols of birth, both physical and spiritual. Also we know that the place of spiritual rebirth, the baptismal font, is a symbol of the place where the natural man is put to death. Over the basin of water, the first bird was killed, symbolizing the death of the natural man and the eventual rebirth of the spiritually innocent person, the washing of the leper. This clearly was a symbol of cleansing, the shaving of the hair. One cannot help but note that the shaving of the hair of the body, even to include the eyebrows, 
would bring a person into a state of appearance very much like that of a newborn infant, who is typically virtually without hair. Thus, after going through the process of rebirth, symbolically, the candidate graphically demonstrated on his own person that he was newborn spiritually. The sacrifice of the lamb. The typology is clear, since the lamb offered had to be the firstborn male without spot or blemish. It symbolized the offering of the Son of God. The smearing of the blood on the parts of the body. In Hebrew, the word which is usually translated atonement literally means to cover. Thus, when the priest touched something with the blood, his his actions suggested the sanctification of or atonement made for that thing. In that case, we find the blood of the lamb sanctifying the organ of hearing or obedience, the ear, the organ of action, the hand, and the organ of, of following or walking in the proper way, the foot. Thus, every aspect of the person's life was touched and affected by the atonement of Christ. The oil, the olive tree, from the earliest times has been the emblem of peace and purity. Bruce R. McConkie, or Joseph Fielding Smith said, For this reason, and also because the olive tree, or the olive oil, was a symbol of the Holy Ghost, the oil has deep symbolic significance. To touch with oil suggested the effect of the Spirit on the same organs of living and acting. Thus, the blood of Christ cleansed every aspect of the candidate's life, and then the process was repeated with the oil to show that the Spirit, too, affected everything he did. In this manner, the person received peace and purity, symbolized by the olive tree and its fruit. That was by Lund out of the Institute Manual. Verse 1, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Thus shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought unto the priest. Consider that leprosy is symbolic of sin. Who would ha- who would the priest represent? The bishop. And the priest go- shall go forth out of the camp. When we sin, we are outside the fellowship of the Holy Ghost. And the priest shall look, and behold, if the plague be leprosy, If the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper, then shall the priest command to take for him, that is, to be cleansed, two birds alive and clean. And cedar wood, cedar wood is known as something that helps preserve other things from decay and corruption. And scarlet, i.e. scarlet dyed cloth, the color scarlet is red, reminding us of blood, which is the symbol of life and the atonement. And hyssop, hyssop was used in the Old Testament as a purifying plant. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it, and the cedar wood, and the scarlet, and the hyssop, and shall dip them, and the living bird, in the blood. Blood and water are symbols of birth of the bird that was killed over the running water. And he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times, and shall pronounce him clean, and shall, shall let the living bird loose into the open field. And he that is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes and shave off all his hair and wash himself in water that he may be clean. Baptism or partaking of the sacrament and after that he shall come into the camp and shall tarry abroad out of his tent seven days. I'm wondering if this, um, the two birds here, one is killed and the other one is set free. I wonder if that has anything to do with the symbolism of um of, of uh, the time when uh, Jesus is brought before um, Pilate and um, the thief or the murderer is set free. Um, remember uh, Judas, what's his name? Um, I can't remember his name now. Anyway, the guy that was uh, brought before Pilate there was and, and was set free instead of Jesus. Anyway, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Darn it. I wonder what happened here. A moment of senior, a senior moment here. Okay. 
Uh, verse, uh, let's see, I just read verse 8. Yeah, verse 8. Okay, so now verse 9. But it shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave, off, sh- shall shave all his hair off his head and his beard and his eyebrows, even all his hair he shall shave off, and he shall wash his clothes. Also he shall wash his flesh in water, and he shall be clean, to become like a newborn child reborn spiritually. And on the eighth day he shall take two, two he lambs without blemish and one ewe lamb of the first year, Hebrew, a ewe a year old, without blemish, and three-tenth deals of fine flour for a meat offering, mingled with oil and one law, and one log of oil. And the priest that maketh him clean shall, shall present the man that is to be made clean, and those things before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall take one he lamb and offer him for a trespass offering and the log of oil and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall slay the lamb, the Savior atones for our sins, in the place where he shall kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the, in the holy place. For as the sin offering is the priest's, so is the trespass offering. It is most holy. And the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. And the priest shall take some of the log oil, and pour it onto the palm into the palm of his of his own left hand, and the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand, and shall sprinkle of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. And of the rest of the oil that is in his hand shall the priest put upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot, upon the blood of his trespass of the trespass offering, and the remnant of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall pour upon the head of him that is to be cleansed, and the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord. The olive tree is an emblem of peace and purity, and the olive became a symbol. The olive oil became a symbol of the Holy Ghost, and doing righteous deeds and acts of service. And the priest shall offer the sin. Barabbas is the name of the of the other uh, guy that was uh, with Jesus. Uh, Barabbas was the one that was set free. Uh, Barabbas, by the way, means son of the Father. Uh, just saying. And the priest shall offer the sin offering and make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed from his uncleanness. And after he shall kill the burnt offering, and the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meat offering upon the altar, and the priest shall make an atonement for him, and he shall be clean. And if he be poor and cannot go get so much, then he shall take one lamb for a trespass offering to be waived to make an atonement for him. Hebrew, a sheep, a sin sacrifice for presentation at to atone for him, and one-tenth deal of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering and a log of oil, and two turtle doves or two young pigeons, such as he is able to get, and the one shall be a sin offering and the other a burnt offering, and he shall bring them on the eighth day of his cleansing unto the priest, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. And the priest shall take the lamb of the trespass offering and the log of oil, and the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering, and the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering and put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. And the priest shall pour of the oil into the palm of his own left hand, and the priest shall sprinkle with his right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. And the priest shall put of the oil that is in his hand upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot, upon the place of the 
of the blood of the trespass offering. And the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put upon the head of him that is to be cleansed to make an atonement for him before the Lord. And he shall offer the one of the turtle doves or of the young pigeons such as he can get, even such as he is able to get, the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering, with the meat offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed before the Lord. This is the law, or Hebrew teaching, instruction of him in whom the plague is of leprosy, whose hand is not able to get that which pertaineth to his cleansing. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, When ye come in un Come into the land of Canaan, which I give unto you for a possession, and I put the plague of leprosy in a house of the land of your possession. He that owneth the house shall come and tell the priest, saying, It seemeth to me there is it, as it were a plague in the house. Then the priest shall command that the empty house that that they empty the house before the priest go into it to see the plague that all that is in the house be not made unclean, and afterward the priest shall go in to see the, the house. And he shall look at the plague, and behold, if the plague be in the walls of the house, with hollow, st- uh, hollow strakes or sunken areas, greenish or reddish, which in sight are lower than the wall, the Hebrew, whose appearance is depressed from the rest of the wall, then the priest shall go out of the house into the door of the house and shut up the house seven days. And the priest shall come again the seventh day, and shall look, and behold, if the plague be spread in the walls of the house, then the priest shall command that they take away the stones in which the plague is, and they shall cast them into an unclean place without the city. And he shall cause the house to be scraped with, with roundabout, within roundabout, and they shall pour out the durst or the dust that they scrape off without the city into an unclean place. And they shall take other stones and shall and put them in the place of those stones. And he shall take other mortar and shall plaster the house. And if the plague come again and break out in the house after that he hath taken away or extracted the stones and after he hath scraped the house and after it is plastered, then the priest shall come and look and behold, if the plague be spread in the house, it is a fretting or malignant leprosy in the house, it is unclean. And he shall break down the house, the stones of it, and the timber thereof, and all the mortar of the house, and he shall carry them forth out of the city into an unclean place. Moreover, he that goeth into the house, all the while that it is shut up, shall be unclean until the even. And he that lieth in the house shall wash his clothes, and he that eateth in the house shall wash his clothes. And if the priest shall come in and look upon it, and behold, the plague hath not spread in the house, after the house was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, because the plague is healed. And he shall take to cleanse the house two birds, and cedar wood, and scarlet, and hyssop, and he shall kill the one of the birds in an earthen vessel over the running water. And he shall take the cedar wood, and the hyssop, and the scarlet, and the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the slain bird, and in the running water, and sprinkle the house seven times. And he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird, and with the running water, and with the living bird, and with the cedar wood, and with the hyssop, and with the scarlet. But he, that, but he shall let go the living bird out of the city into the open fields, and make an atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the law for all manner of plague of leprosy and skull, or Hebrew tinea, or other scaly symptoms, and for the leprosy of a garment and of a house, and for a rising and for a scab and for a bright spot, to teach when it is unclean and when it is clean. This is the law of leprosy. I hope that was clear. Anyway, that's the end of chapter 14. See you next time. Bye.